Hey guys, welcome to Showing Up with Grit and Grace. My name is Katrina and I'm here to walk with you as we navigate the different seasons of life together. In this podcast, expect real talk, a little tough love, and motivation as we take action toward living our best life. Just think of me as your new BFF. Let's go. Ooh, girl, I'm going to get real vulnerable with you today. I mean, even though I'm sitting in my closet and I've got an ice pack in my sports bra because my rib is out and it just worked out, and you're like in your car or on a run or doing whatever you're doing, it doesn't mean that I'm not going to have a conversation with you like you're my BFF. Like every time I hit record, I talk to you like I would my sister, like I would my best friend, because, you know, that's the type of relationship that I want with my listeners. Um, so for this episode today, I got to give you a little background. I promise I'm going to tie this up in a beautiful little bow. Duh. Um, but let me give you a little background first. So I've been doing a lot of self-awareness work and, um, I believe that, you know, we really have to know like who we are, good, bad, and otherwise, and acknowledge and embrace like our strengths and weaknesses and everything in between in order to love ourselves fully and then grow and thrive. Like that's, that's really what I believe. And I also know that the more I know about myself, the better I'll get at showing up for others with my strengths and then setting boundaries and communicating my needs because I now know what I need and I know um, how I operate, right? I've also gained more empathy and understanding for others because of my awareness for how different, how differently like we all operate. So in this self-awareness work, I've learned how I operate, how others operate, and and kind of like the whys behind it. And so like, for example, I've talked about this before. I took an Enneagram test, which is a personality test, and I'm an Enneagram 3, an achiever. So I set goals, I check things off a list, and I like to be praised and admired by others. And I guess um, Enneagram 3s, kind of like care about their image, their public image, right? And I'm a wing too. So that means I like to help others and I like to give and serve others. Also, I've talked about this before. My love language is words of affirmation. So I receive love through communication of love and appreciation. And I like people to tell me, you know, Um, so that's my love language. So knowing this kind of stuff has opened my eyes to, um, my relationships with others and my behaviors. And then also understanding too, that people receive love and receive, um, praise and, and just, they do things differently because they're wired differently. So I know I've been wired to seek praise and validation from others. And I like to achieve as well as help others and serve others. So then going back to like how I was raised and when I was growing up, obviously I was the straight A student and I was involved in all types of activities and I, I was successful in those because again, um, I liked the praise. So the better I did, the more praise you get, right? That's kind of how that works. And, um, that kind of starts to make sense now that I'm an adult looking back. I'm like, Oh, so that's okay. Got it. Like I liked to get the praise from my teachers or my coaches or my parents. Um, so I got the A's or I worked hard or I, I tried to do well in the thing to get the praise. So then, you know, I've been a teacher for the last 10 years and in teaching, I got my validation from students and parents 
or, um, you know, if I had a student group of students who would perform or, um, if I did something outside of my classroom, like then again, you know, that's more, you know, being seen and, and that's how I receive love and all of that kind of stuff. And then as a teacher too, I had a team of like seven, six other teachers that I worked with that, um, I got, you know, the same kind of stuff. I could bounce ideas. I could get feedback from all of that kind of stuff. So then last year I took a different position and this position, there was no black and white to it because it was a new position, right? I had no set group of students to work with. I didn't have a team to work with. So during the school year last year, I started noticing those kinds of things. I started noticing that I was missing that feedback from my students or I was missing having um, a team of teachers to work with and and collaborate with, right? That was just stuff that I had had for the past 10 years and then boom, I didn't have it. And, you know, like in a classroom, you teach a lesson, you're getting immediate feedback the entire time because of the students, right? And you know if you did well or not. And if you didn't do well, then you know what direction to go or something, right? Um, but last year's job, I worked hard and I presented things to students and staff and I did trainings and I, I did it alone really because I didn't quite have a team to like bounce ideas off of, which was new for me. And so I wasn't getting my weekly feedback, let alone like daily feedback, like I used to get from my students. So I discovered all this on my own last year of like why I was struggling, even though it was a job that I had kind of created for me and I, and I was able to use a lot of my strengths and it was um, um, on topics and stuff that I was interested in and the seven habits is my jam and stuff. But this is all stuff like I discovered. I'm like, oh, okay. So I really just had a lot of transitioning to do. Um, but I discovered all this and then it was like, okay, so I don't need to really change myself, but now I need to know, um, I'm going to get, I need to do things differently a little bit, not myself, but just like, just because someone didn't praise me or something. And I know this sounds silly, but I'm just being real. Um, doesn't mean I didn't do well. Right. And then I was proud of my work and I did work hard on it and that should be enough. Right. So as you know, I've started therapy back in May. I started speaking with a therapist every week and if you've not done therapy, um, I hadn't either until May. It has been so eye-opening and super amazing and really emotional. And it's been really freaking tough work. Um, but it's really been worth it. And we were discussing my last year of work. And she said something that was like a total fucking mic drop. So I had told her how I discovered all of this um, with what I used to get through teaching, how I was raised. And then she brings up that stuff too. And she said something along the lines of like, okay, you keep saying that you didn't know like if you were doing what you were doing was right or if it was enough or if that's what they wanted. But she said, Katrina, how about knowing it's enough because you're enough? You just being there is enough. You are enough the way you are. You don't need an A plus. You don't need to achieve. You don't like you're just enough. You don't need them to tell you is great for it to be good enough. Like on your best days, on your worst days, doesn't matter. You are enough. Like how about 
You just know that. And opinions of others and validations don't need to be necessary. They're not necessary because it's enough because you're enough and you need to believe that. And I was like, dang it. Like that was so good, right? And what's wild is that I consciously never thought that I wasn't good enough. Like there, I, like when I think like, yeah, I'm, I feel like I'm a confident person. Like I believe in my abilities and I, I don't know. I feel like I'm fine. I don't feel like I struggle with that, but then she totally called me out and she was absolutely right. So I've been chasing and craving and wanting validation from others when I don't need it. And it's like, it's like I knew that, but like I didn't know it until she said something. I don't know if this all makes sense. And so now looking back, I'm like, oh my God, she's right. And then it's like, I want, I needed that and wanted that in my relationships, even with friends, like, or, you know, intimate or whatever, my husband. Um, but like from my parents, from like, that's just how I've been raised. That's how I've been wired. And that's like how I ha- have been. Right. And so that has been like on my mind and I'm like, wow, okay, so this is something I need to lean into and work on. Okay, so then recently, I'm I'm shifting gears, but this will all make sense. So recently, my buddy Neil gave me this business book. Um, he's my massage therapist, but he is in business and he works on business stuff. And then I've been, you know, in this mindset of business. And so we always geek out over business stuff. And so he gave me this business book um, to read. But as soon as I brought it home, my husband picked it up and he's been reading it. And my husband and I have different approaches when it comes to business and money and all that kind of thing. We're just wired differently and we're just, we just have different thoughts and it's fine. It's fine, but it, and it makes sense. Um, but when it comes like to our business, I had this idea, we made the LLC or applied for it and like now we have a business together. And so he's got business ideas, but yet, on the other hand, I'm the one who like took the business, um, like the coaching class and I'm the one that makes the content and does like a majority of the, um, I don't want to say the work cause he does work too, but like I do the work with the people I do like, I, okay. I do the work. I don't know. Like he, I'm not trying to say I do more than him, but like the business was like my idea. It's like my content, my kind of stuff. Okay. So this past year, as you know, like it's thrown me. God, a lot of freaking curveballs, right? By the end of the year, though, like by end of the year, end of the school year, I guess. Guys, I was just fucking done for a second. I was just done. And I've never felt like the way I was feeling like that before. And that's when I was like, okay, I need to take my foot off the gas. And I just need to kind of like coast for a bit. Like my body was like craving rest or something. I don't know. I was, I felt like I was stuck in like fight or flight for a while. My anxiety was out of control. Like I needed, it was like not like non-negotiable. I needed to just take some time and like pour back into myself. Um, Apparently changing jobs, having a baby, grieving, overwhelm can really do a number on you. I don't know. (laughs) So I guess during the school year, it was like, I didn't really have time to process. Like I had a baby, then jumped right into second quarter. Then grandma died. Then boom, I was just right back into this new job. And then it was just push, 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 push till the end. So you don't really have time to just sit with things and process and whatever. And so then the summer hit and it was like, 
my mission is to feel better. And then that's why I've started therapy. I've gone to the doctor. I've gotten my blood work. I'm doing all the things. I've worked out um, every day of June. I've, you know, I'm just doing, I'm just working on me, right? So the other day, my husband was like, hey, can we have a business meeting? And I love when he does stuff like that. So like, we grab our beers, go to the back porch, kids are in bed, whatever. And, you know, he's been reading that business book. And so he had some ideas of things I could implement and stuff. And, and they were great ideas. And actually a few of them that he mentioned, I already had on my list of things that I needed to do. I just hadn't yet because like I had said, like I've been coasting, I have been coasting and working on me and filling my own cut back up. And I told him, you know, that I haven't been pushing like on purpose and how it just didn't feel right to push and and to do that stuff when like I wasn't feeling right myself. And, um, I guess he kind of like disagreed and he's like, well, I'm, you know, I'm like the hustle and grind type of person and, and that's fine. And I, I told him like, you can do all the work you want. And then when I'm ready, you can catch me up. But then, you know, he was like, you know, you're the person who does the majority of this work. Right. So he's like, well, I can't really do that. So I explained to him like, I can't always be in go mode and, and how I needed to pause. Right. And so here's my husband. God love him. He's the best really ever. Um, he's like intrinsically motivated and he's so good at just like letting things go. He doesn't get worked up about stuff like, but he like lacks, I guess, a bit of empathy and understanding like, if it doesn't resonate with him, then he just doesn't get it or acknowledge it. And, um, by the way, hold on. I've told all this to his face, so I am not, like, using my podcast to, like, talk shit about my husband or something. Like, I'm telling you this because, I'm telling you this because an older version of me would have let this conversation of, you know, my husband and I disagreeing and him thinking, like, I needed to be pushing when I haven't been pushing an older version of me would have let this conversation tear me up. And by tear me up, I'm telling you, I would have dwelled. I would have just wallered in it. Like, oh my God, he thinks I'm not enough. He thinks I'm lazy. I should have been doing more. I'm telling you, because this is how I was as a kid. If mom and dad didn't think that, right? If I, like, I'm the kid that if you told me you were disappointed God, that hurts so bad. That's me, right? I I guess I'm a people pleaser, but I just want to be told that I'm doing great and that you're so proud. And like, that's, I guess, what I crave. Yes, I, I, I'm i that person who's gone through therapy and I'm like, oh my God, I have daddy issues, you know, like all of that. So like to hear that my husband thinks I should have been pushing when I haven't been and here, okay, this is a celebration too. Like it didn't tear me up. Okay. He thought I should be doing more and all that. And, and actually an older version of me, I probably would have argued with him and been like, you know, however you argue with your husband or whatnot. But instead I was like, that's totally fine that you feel that way. And you're actually allowed to feel that way. And your truth and my truth are different. And that's just got to be okay because we're different. He could have been grinding this whole time, this whole year amazing. That's awesome. But I haven't been right. And I've been carrying so much shit and been trying to sort it out and been trying to heal and process. 
And even though we're a family and families go through things together and stuff, we still go through things differently, right? He didn't change jobs this year. He's been in the same job. Um, his body didn't have a baby. His body isn't trying to get hormones back in check. He hasn't been grieving like I've been grieving. He hasn't been making content and publishing a podcast every week. Two for like so many weeks, right? I was publishing two. Um, he then didn't make another career change completely out of his comfort zone. So all of these things, his opinion doesn't get to have enough power to make me think that I'm not enough. And, and so that like, to be clear, like we didn't fight or anything. Like I, I love my husband. We're fine. We're happy. It's good. I, I'm just saying this was just a conversation, but I bet somebody listening to this if they would have had this conversation or something similar with their husband, it could have been tears and screaming and whatever. And it could have been making you feel like you're not enough. And it could have been all these things. And that could, that was me too. But I've been working on this self-awareness and this I'm me and I'm okay as I am in this kind of work. And so that's the direction I'm going with this. Not like a, oh my gosh, my husband, like, no, we're allowed to disagree. It's fine. Like, you disagree. If you think there's someone you're going to marry and you're going to disagree all the time, you're fucking wrong. So anyways, but he didn't go through all that shit. And he, and he's been, even though, yes, he saw me go through it and we're a family and we were in a relationship and we're married, he's not processing, processing it like I am. And it's, he didn't physically go through some of these things. So it's different, right? And so that I'm telling you all this because I need you to know that too. No one else's opinion gets to have enough power to make you think you're not enough. Like I've been doing the best I can with all of these things, but regardless, no matter how I handled it, I'm enough and I'm right where I need to be. And I want you to know that. I want you to know that that's you too. So I felt called to share this with you because... Well, like a million reasons, actually. No one else's opinion of you matters. Even your spouse's. Like, it doesn't matter. Okay? And the reason why I'm saying it doesn't matter, that doesn't mean, like, don't respect anything anybody says. But I'm saying, like, you are enough, right? Comparison also steals joy. I could have compared myself to him and what he could have been doing. I could have, I can compare myself to... Um, what I think I should have, could have been doing, right? That's stupid. That would have made me feel crappy. Um, but let's be real. Okay. The way I was feeling, if I would have pushed and taken on more work for my business without giving myself a break, where the fuck would it have gotten me? I would have been burnt out probably. I know I would have had worse anxiety. Um, what? Overwhelm, exhaustion, and you can't pour from an empty cup. And that is something I say over and over and over again. It's on my website. Like it's something I say. You can't pour from an empty cup. And I knew my cup was empty. Only you know when your cup is empty. Only you know when you can push and when you should pause for a second for a refill. Only you know. Only you know what you need. Even your loved ones. I don't care if it's your best friend. I don't care if it's your mom, your husband, your kids. Doesn't matter. Even the ones closest to you, they don't always get it or they don't always get you and what you need because you're the only one that knows. 
And you don't have to justify. You don't have to explain. You don't have to get them to try to get it. That's okay if they don't get it. But you know what you need. You know. You have to do the work. And you have to have enough self-awareness to know what you need and what you want. And then we also have to work on that confidence. And you got to be confident enough to say what it is that you need and want. And you got to be able to set boundaries. And this is like, I guess, a celebration too, because I'm there. I got there. And I might not be there next week, but I'm going to keep working on it. This is all practice, by the way. This isn't something you just master. Like, it's a practice. But I'm all about, like, adapting through the different seasons of life. Like, that's what this podcast is about. Grit and grace, right? This isn't just grit. This isn't just push, push, push. This is grit and grace. Sometimes you push. Sometimes your foot's on the gas and you're showing up fucking gritty, right? But other times you coast. And the reason why I'm saying coast and not stop is because I definitely feel like we always need to be moving forward. Okay, one day you're sprinting. Another day you might be freaking face plant sliding across your floor. Doesn't matter. We always need to be moving forward though. You can't just stay still and just wallow in the shit, right? You got to like keep moving forward. Wallow your ass forward, right? But, um, so sometimes you, you know, you're, you're on the, got your foot on the gas. Other times you're coasting, but you give yourself while you're coasting, you give yourself grace and allow yourself to move forward at a slower pace, regardless of what anyone else says, even your loved ones, even your husband, right? And you've got to honor how you're feeling. You've got to honor how you're feeling. And you make changes accordingly, depending on how you feel. It's how you feel. Not what people think, not what others tell you you should be doing. I've been coasting, y'all. I have been coasting the entire month of June. I have been coasting, maybe even some of May. I feel like I pushed during May just because there were so many changes. But I've needed this time to regroup and heal and process and pour inward. I've needed it. Pushing would have absolutely depleted me. Like, I th- stick a fork in me, I'm done. Like, that's how I felt. I did it for me, though. And I don't need anyone else to understand that. Because I know what I need, right? And I know that it was all I could do a month or two ago to just keep showing up, getting up, showing up for my kids, going through the motions, like, trying to find... Like, I, I was doing it, but it was hard and I knew I needed to to pour into myself, right? So I did it for me and I didn't need, I don't need anybody else to understand that. Like I did it for me. Just like you don't need to explain yourself and your decisions to anyone either. It doesn't mean I've given up on my goals. It doesn't mean that I've stopped working or making progress. I've just changed pace a bit. Every road trip can't be taken with the pedal to the metal the entire time. It's my journey and coasting will still get me where I want to go. Listen, I'm not worried one bit. I will have my foot on the gas in no time. And I I encourage you though, I encourage you to take inventory on how you're feeling right now and what speed do you need and keep showing up with great and grace. Thank you. 
Thank you so much for listening to my podcast. I hope you found a takeaway that was helpful for you or something that resonated. I'd love to know if you liked my message. It would be awesome if you would DM me or share this episode and tag me at Katrina McMurtry. We're in this together. You're already doing it. You're making moves. I'm so grateful you're here. Keep being awesome.